Hello, and welcome to Rice and Egg, the podcast that celebrates the love of feeding people. Today, we have a special guest, Ernst Mulder, who's my cousin's husband. He brings a wealth of food knowledge and passion to the table. Ernst grew up in Holland, surrounded by the love of home-cooked meals and a community that came together through food. Get ready to be inspired and delighted as Ernst, I call him Ernie, shares his personal journey and the role that food has played bringing people together. So grab a cozy spot, put your listening ears on, and let's dive in for an exciting episode with Ernie Mulder. Hi, Ernie. Hi, Les. How are you? Good. How are you? Oh, good, good. I'm happy to be with you and that you are here with us at the house having a lunch or had lunch. It was and, delicious. Oh, thank you. Well, uh, you know how, how it is. Uh, I like this uh, topic that you have uh, for your podcast, uh, which is uh, rice and eggs. And those two items are very uh, important in my my daily food aspect of of uh, being, uh, what you call it, uh, how would you say it, uh, uh, everyday use kind of uh, food. Yeah? Yeah. Where did that come from for you? That came uh, from uh, from uh, where I, I, I was actually uh, coming from Holland uh, in the 70s. Uh, I have, until 18 years, years old, I, I stayed at home. Uh, my mom is from uh, Chinese descent. Uh, my dad is Dutch Indonesian, and uh, both are avid uh, uh, cooks. Uh, and uh, their motto is always rice and eggs and uh, in the house. And that's how we grew up with. Amazing. Yeah. So uh, it, it's just uh, so interesting that uh, these two items. Uh, whether you are in Europe or especially where I come from, uh, uh, the city of Arnhem, and now here in Los Angeles, that uh, rice and eggs are readily available. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's something that you're not going to forsake in your life. Uh, I will be satisfied if I just could eat rice and eggs every day. Me too. So, yeah. (laughs) Absolutely. Yeah, it's... You know, where where I grew up for uh, it was we we didn't have any restaurant, maybe one Chinese restaurant, uh, but that was uh, nullified by my mom because her cooking was better than at, at the restaurant. Let's talk about that. Yeah, so so I remember we went. Uh, we had family come over. They treated us uh, to a Chinese restaurant in Arnhem, and uh, we love lumpias, which is egg rolls. And their egg roll uh, version was just uh, bean sprouts and a little bit of uh, chicken uh, fried in a big, uh, like, type uh, burrito, as you will. Mm -hmm. Was that ground chicken or was it like a shredded? Uh, No, it was pieces of chicken, cut Mm -hmm. chicken. But it it was, uh, my mom says, never again, because that's not how you make uh, egg rolls, according to her recipe. And uh, ever since then, we never went to a restaurant as far as I can remember. Wow. So because she really valued, it sounds like she really valued home cooking 
not only for was it because of the flavor that she felt like it wasn't quite it's it's going to be a home thing not a restaurant it's a home thing because her her background is that she was one of the youngest uh, of their siblings and she was the one who actually were told to you you're going to be the cook of the house and uh, okay. so she she was actually uh non-educated uh because her uh, because being uh, the youngest one, uh, you're supposed to take care of the household, the cooking, the laundry, and so on and so forth. So when she came over to Holland, that's what she did for us. Uh, she had five uh, kids, and uh, I can't tell uh, none of the days that we were there, there was always food. So so uh, whether it's just uh, rice and eggs or... or uh, uh, bread and uh, peanut butter. We, uh, we, we eat that with uh, sambal, which is uh, chili, uh, uh, a spice that my mom would make herself. And this is another topic we can talk about. We should. You know. <clears throat> because that sounds fantastic. Well, yeah. and and I think just with five kids, um, that's, that's, that's not easy. No, it's not easy. No. And it sounds like she really made it an important value as a part of the culture of your family to always have this kind of food that you're talking about and that she made it. Right. Yeah. Because uh, like, uh, like she always told us uh, a good uh, filled belly uh, will give you a good taste of uh, satisfaction. Uh, you can, uh, uh, what you call it, uh, at, at school, you can uh, really concentrate you don't have to worry about, oh, I'm hungry. Uh, you know, you always had uh, food. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and that's instilled uh, to our, us, uh, you know, from our kids. My, my sister cooks herself. I cook myself. That's awesome. Yeah. So I love that. And uh, my dad is a good cook. He was in the Dutch Army. And I remember bringing him on, on a scooter, uh, you know, in the backpack, a uh, 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 a load of uh, fried rice for his his man. Wow! Yeah, I remember that, and and it was verified when uh, uh, my sister's uh, brother-in-law met my sister and says of my father, and he said, "I know you. You're the guy who always cook for us in the in during the weekend when we have weekend uh, uh, work." So I said, "Oh, okay." Then uh, it verifies that my dad was uh, a good cook. So. And it's the food that people remember. Yeah. That's the bonding yeah. thing, right, Ernie? Like, yeah. And that, especially when it's good. Well, I guess when it's bad, too, they'll yeah, remember. But, yeah, yeah. No, <laughs> but uh, but, but uh, the essence is of of having uh, good food or food in, in general, whether it's bad or good. Right. When people come over and then they are satisfied and they give you a thank you for the food, uh, whether it's polite or impolite. But I remember when uh, my dad would bring his uh, colleagues to to the house at at nine o'clock in the evening. My mom would say, "Oh my goodness, I have to make something," and it was always fried rice with some uh, cucumbers, uh, a salad, uh, uh, whatever was available in the kitchen. At that time, we didn't have refrigerator. You know, in uh, in the early sixties, we uh, we didn't have a refrigerator then. With How did your mom do it then? So everything was cooked every day. Fresh every day. She went to the market every day. Every day to the market. Wow. Mm-hmm. She she makes sure that uh, she gets quality uh, vegetables. Uh, she's the type that if the if the vegetables, I remember uh, we were at the grocery store and 
and the the, the grocery clerk uh, gave her some uh, a bruised uh, cucumbers, and she got so mad and threw it threw it to the to the backside, uh, hit the wall. You don't sell a uh, rotten uh, cucumber, and ever since then, uh, people noticed her, and she knew they knew what to give her. You couldn't, uh, you know, give her bad uh, vegetables. Uh-huh. She would demand uh, good uh, vegetables, even at the bu- butcher for pork belly. Couldn't have too much fat in it. She, uh, she knew it. She, she knew, yeah. And, once, and she knew the quality. It looks like yeah, too. she, she knows, demanded yeah. it. She she would uh, point uh, to the to the person and said, "I want this piece or that item. I don't want the other." And, and that's how we were learned. Because I I I dreaded to bring uh, goodies back to the store and say, "Hey, my mom don't like this." Because she sent you to yeah, do those things. Is, yep. As a kid, I remember. I said, "Oh, it wasn't fun." I said, "Oh, are you the Mulder kid?" Yeah, I'm the Mulder <laughs> <That's> kid. <me. laughs> yeah. So and then uh, yeah, because. It is the way she she handled all the groceries and all that stuff. Uh, it, it was so that we never uh, ran out. Every month, my mom would go to the supermarket, get all the the regular things like you know the soaps, the the, the rice. Rice is bought by uh, fifty kilograms of uh, bags at a time. At a time. Mm-hmm. And how um, many people were in your household again? Uh, seven. Okay. Yeah. Wow. My, so on yeah. a daily basis. Yeah. So like- cooks. Right. And it's always a variety. Variety. If you wanted to uh, say, especially on your birthday, mom, I want my favorite, which is yellow rice with all the condiments. Because the, 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 the rice table, they, they call it this, consists of rice and egg plus uh, numerous side dishes. What were those? Those are like a, you have a potato dish, you have a meat dish, a chicken dish. You had uh, your uh, your favorite uh, kebab. Uh You got your uh, vegetables like either gado gado or or a soup type kind of uh, vegetables. And uh, it was always where where you can say, "Mom, you cook too much again," you know. But it, it was nice because when your friends came over, they would say, "Oh my gosh, this is better than at a restaurant." Right. So and and my mom. And in her own world, she's satisfied, smiling and giggling, you know. And like she said, oh, uh, she likes that when you when, when visitors and uh, enjoy the food, you know. So, Absolutely. Yeah, and, yeah. I, and and it's always when people came, came uh, to our house was, oh, we have to stop by Ari and Kim uh, because we're going to eat over there. <laughs> they you knew know? it. Yeah, they knew it, you know. Well, my my uh, uncles, uh, when they went to Spain or all, they always ask, "Oh, can uh, can you make some goodies for us, so we don't have to cook uh, over there?" And then she would make uh, the dry uh, uh, dishes, you know, and uh, and then they bring it to Spain and oh, and, wow. and eat it over there. So, where did your mom? I have a question about your your mom. Sounds fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, she sounds like such a generous person. Yes, he is. In general, like the oh, spirit of everything. just giving and giving and through food is yeah. is always something that I love, right? And I, as you know, I love to do that too. Mm-hmm. As when you come over to when we just yeah, had Christmas, right? right? Yeah. Um, that was that was wonderful. That was wonderful, yeah. and, and I love yeah. sharing that with you. But it yeah. sounds like she, um, 
she had talent too. She knew what to yeah. do and kind of like with this dried component, that's not, I mean, not everyone knows those, right. that type yeah. of thing. Where do you think, was that innate? Did, did she see her mom and her family do those things? I think, uh, well, how did she learn how to do, how, I, how did she, yeah. How did she I, I think she, she learned it from a ch- uh, being a child on since she was, like I told you before, as a, the youngest one. And that's how she perfected her food. Uh, a lot of people would say, oh, if if I could just have uh, Kim make it, you know, instead of me buying at the at the mm. Indonesian store, mm-hmm. you know. And because uh, it's always like this, uh, uh, Leslie, that when, when she knows that you're coming, she will make something for you. And then it's always fresh. It's nothing. I love that so yeah. Much. And, uh, and uh, you know, the, all the spices, we didn't have a grinder. It's all by by mortar uh, and pesto. Mor- yeah, mortar and pesto. And you 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 hear the uh, the 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 ulikan we call that. You hear it, <laughs> <laughs> and as a, it's nutmeg. It's all these uh, hard nuts oh. that she grinds, and then and then it's typified with when she make her own sambal, which is her own chili sauce. Uh, yes, we we come from school, you know, and I said, oh mom, the whole whole apartment. That the 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 hallways smells like that, and then my mom would say, "When you go to your friends, do they uh, make uh, Brussels sprouts? Doesn't that smell when they 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 boil it and all that?" Stuff? Yeah, mom, but that's different. But you don't eat Brussels sprouts, you know. Yeah. So it's totally different. You cannot compare that, you know. And, right. And then uh, you know, it, it, the the rice and egg uh, thing is is instilled us from uh, from kindergarten and up. You know, so and my sister would come from uh, school uh, in between uh, because we used to go to school from uh, eight o'clock in the morning till four four o'clock in the afternoon, and then you have an hour here and there in between off. Then she would go, "Oh, what do we? Ah, we'll, we'll we'll have egg. Mama has eggs there. Let's make something, mm-hmm. and that's it. And then we go back to school, or you know, yeah. So it's never a dull moment over there. You it know, sounds like such a delicious childhood that you yeah. had. Yeah. It, it, because uh, we always shared the food. It, it was always like, oh, bring this over to your auntie in the next flat, you mm-hmm, know, and then mm-hmm. she would share, you know, or, or they bring something. Because we used, uh, we live, once, you know, uh, going back to the history, uh, Holland was, uh, had, a, had uh, Indonesia as a, one of their colonies for over 300 years. And then the, that's part of my ancestors are that they were in the uh, nutmeg and fully uh, business. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the, this whole uh, island was perfect for for those kind of items uh, growth because it's volcanic and so forth. And uh, you know, all, a lot of the Dutch families from the east uh, uh, at the east company, uh, in, uh, Indonesian company, when. Uh, um, Holland was uh, one of the trade peop- uh, countries in, in mm-hmm. the Golden Age, and that's how 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 they they got they they uh, my 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 great uh, yeah my what is that my fourth great grandfather was part of the the developers of that island, and uh, there are so many families then uh, that uh, they were officers from that uh, group. That uh, were uh, were uh, permitted to run those uh, 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 what you call it, perkani- perks, uh, what you, um, orchids, you know, mm. for, for for the 
for the nutmeg. And those nutmeg, they don't grow a- every month. It, it's it's a time period uh, type of uh, of growth uh, before you can reap the the fruits. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, you know, at that time uh, when you when you were one of those uh, farmers, you were well off. You were well off. You know, but you know it was then. But you know, different times. You cannot uh, say, "Oh, uh, where's my wealth now?" It's sure. It's it's totally different. It's you know, changed. yeah, changed. And, and and you have to, you have to let go. You just can say, "Hey, yeah, my 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 background is rich, but uh, I'm not counting on anything that is left over. Mm-hmm. The only mm-hmm. thing that is left over is to appreciate food." You know, that's and that's it. Yeah. For that, yeah. yeah it know. sounds like, yeah, because it sounds like it's it's been in your blood, food. Yeah, cultivating yeah. food for, through, you know, um, your fourth great great, you know, grandfather mm-hmm. coming down to you. Yeah. Um, which is so fascinating because I never knew that about your yeah. family too. Uh, yeah, but it's 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 in your blood. Yeah, it's interesting because. Uh, uh, when you look at that, when you you your your parents are coming from that kind of uh, background, and then my mom, uh, of course, uh, her family is from China and then uh, migrated to Indonesia. Unfortunately, I don't have data on that. Uh, mm-hmm. But uh, looking at her, you know that how she she overcome adversity, you know, from uh, going to a, a country that she never seen or, yeah, she. Uh, she met my father, but uh, you know she's, he's Dutch in Asian. He's not really Dutch Dutch. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, uh, and then uh, uh, you know, get married to him, and then her with a background of no education and so forth and so forth, uh, coming to Holland and then prosper and to become a, an, uh, a sharing person in, uh, in Holland. That's beautiful. Yeah, yeah. See, see, see. Um, She's one of those things that I admire that, uh, uh, you know, for us as kids, we grew up, we always hear, you, you need to study, you need to study. And then now you're looking back and said, yeah, you, she didn't have the chance to have that. And, you know. So. How did, how did, how did your family do it? Was there a point in, in your family's kind of daily needing to go to the market every day, finding fresh food. Was that an easy thing? Meaning you guys had the resources and the money to do that? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, or, or, and, and the other question too is, were you guys close to a market where it wasn't so far for your mom necessarily, to, you know, to bring back mm-hmm. or you guys to go to the market and pick up whatever you needed? Were you guys close to things? Yeah. Accessible uh, stuff? Relatively Holland is very small, uh, uh, the daily uh, routine would be you go to the market, you walk, you bring your uh, bags, and then, then you, you do your daily uh, inventory f- at the market, bring it home, and then you prepare the food. And then whoever uh, works uh, in, uh, at the office or, or, you know, they come home and they, the food is ready because we used to live like in a, in a, in an uh, apartment with, with, uh, with nothing but, uh, uh People from uh, displaced from uh, Indonesia, because Indonesia became after World War II independent, and uh, at the time the president Sukarno uh, didn't want anything that has Dutch blood in their vein or an, uh, uh, just a name uh, carrier. Uh, 
they need to leave or you have to become an uh, Indonesian uh, citizen. So since my dad was in the uh, in, uh, Dutch army and so he was uh, sent back, mobilized back to, to Holland in the 50s. So uh, th- they were placed in uh, pensions, like, like uh, mm-hmm. uh, hotels, uh, to 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 get uh, until they get uh, permanent housing. Uh, so uh, once that happened, they a lot of uh, of the same group uh, were housed in in big flats or uh, like in Arnhem, one major street, uh, and uh, surrounded by uh, pastures, you know, cows. At the time, so uh, but the story, uh, the stores, the grocery stores were relatively uh, within walking distance. Mm-hmm. Uh, the only thing was they they couldn't find anything that was from Indonesia type ah, vegetables. Yeah, right. it was just uh, the 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 cauliflower, the cabbage, the cucumbers, that kind local of local to yeah, Holland. local lo- yeah, local to Holland. Not a, nothing exotic, mm-hmm. you know. Until uh, late uh, late sixties, seventies, uh, when when the influx and when the assimilations is uh, you know uh, more than uh, than completed, so to speak, from the the forties on to the because the last batch of of uh, migrants came in the late sixties from Indonesia. So and then then we saw some uh, you know grocery stores from uh, uh, with the Indonesian. Uh, groceries mm-hmm. so and uh yeah and that, that was something that you know uh, i remember bringing my my fellow students hey let's go have this and then that's how they got uh you know you, hey this is nice this is good we never knew that that wow, did exist i love that too yeah, yeah. so and then uh you know uh, the goodies like uh lumper we uh, we had uh risoles which is a croquette type thing mm-hmm. uh yeah so those are the things that we we grew up and my mom made that all by herself. And I remember the only person that really could uh, emulate that was my younger sister. She could um, make those kind of things because mm-hmm. she was the longest with her. I, I already see. left uh, when I was 18. To come uh, here to the you States. You had to come, uh, come to the States. So my, my thought was that even though uh, I knew how my mom makes it, but I couldn't... Uh, really 100% make the same taste. Mm-hmm. As long I have the idea, hey, this is what I grew up with, uh, that that gives me already the comfort. Uh, I never would say, oh, I'm better than my mom. I wouldn't mm-hmm. say that. Mm-hmm. But I'm close, you know. But it waters down because uh, the, the older you get, uh, you know, you, you can get by with this, uh, not having this ingredient or that ingredient. Sure. But you, you can, combine, yeah, yeah. You create it on your own, yeah. yeah. But my mom was always uh, persistent. Okay, this, 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 because I was the one that actually helped her in the kitchen, you know. So, so and that, that when I came here, I said, okay, uh, I couldn't afford going to a restaurant. The only one that I went to was uh, Wiener Schnitzel, you know, <laughs> at the uh, twenty-five cents a hot dog. Right. Yeah, at that time. But then Wiener Schnitzel is not the Wiener Schnitzel that I know in Holland because oh, yeah, right. <laughs> Wiener Schnitzel is a piece of, of, it's, of it's schnitzel. Yeah, schnitzel, right. you know. But when I oh, said that, right. oh, I want to go there. And then my, my uncle says, what were you thinking of? Yeah, well, <laughs> he's with, uh, with 
potatoes and all that. No, that's just hot dog, huh? Hot dog. Right. A schnitzel is delicious. And it's yeah, a full yeah. meal yeah, relative full meal. to the yeah. hot dog here yeah. in the States. Yeah, either with uh, red cabbage or white cabbage. Oh, I love uh, that. Yeah, that's, that's, oh, that's the ultimate over there in, in Holland. But, uh, yeah, that's how I, I derived. And then, you know, uh, uh, since uh, I, I, I stayed with my aunt and uncle, uh, who actually uh, adopted to me, uh, quote, quote, unquote, and uh, they helped me. And, uh, you know, they, they say, okay, if you, you're hungry, you know what to do. And then they, they just showed me the uh, rice and eggs and the sambal. And that was so they it. knew. They, they, knew said, yeah. they knew that you knew how to kind yeah. of cook and yeah. uh, create so, things. Yeah, because her mom would say, oh, yeah. Ernie knows how to to do something in the kitchen, so that's so you how lived. Too, so this was the time where you came to LA. Yes. Yeah. In, in seventy three, I never went back after that uh, to the demise of my parents. Of course, they rather have me come back and finish mm-hmm. my school there. But then I told them I finished my school here, and then uh, we'll see if I can uh, stay here permanently and all that stuff, which I was able to do that. So fast forward to the food mm-hmm. situation in LA. Mm-hmm. Sure. Tell me about that. Because to your point, let's further this conversation around Wiener Schnitzel. Uh-huh. And, and it, as you know, there's a lot of fast food here. Right. It's very much about convenience here, not the healthiest. Mm-hmm. And not every community here is very close to a fresh grocery store, for right. instance. And so, how was your food journey? How did your food journey change if it did when you came here? Well, I, I had to change uh, through my school as a foreign student. And uh, that's where I met a lot of people from different countries. And, uh, you know, we, we, we would, uh, once a week, we would get together. We would go to uh, Carl's Jr. You know, here you have a, a person from India uh, who couldn't eat uh, meat and all that stuff and would uh, get only fish of lay, you know, uh-huh. and all that. And then, uh, you know, after a few uh, months, we, we got tired of that. So we just decided to say, hey, uh, what do you cook? Is that rice and egg? Oh, what do you do? Oh, I have curry, you know. Uh-huh. Or, and then uh, the Japanese, oh, I have a sweet rice with uh, with, uh, with fish, you know, and so forth. And then this uh, uh, Swiss girl says, oh, I can make uh, potatoes with, uh, you know, their foods and all that, and then from uh, Yugoslavia and all that. And we we, we uh, gathered that at our house, my folks' house, and then uh, we shared our food together and so forth, you know. And and, and that's what opens me up for for for, for, for the other foods. Um, but uh, when I came here, I thought, you know, uh, L.A. would be, you know, so beautiful, fabulous. And I come here, the first thing I noticed, Spanish Restaurants with Spanish lettering, you know, Spanish language, yeah, yeah, language uh-huh. you know, and then uh, go to Chinatown. I see nothing in English, you know, and I go, why, you know? So uh, that's what my question says. Yeah, they, this is when I uh, were told about the salad bowl. You know, we, uh, LA is a salad bowl. You have this and this. Uh, unfortunately, uh, they have their own language, their own taste. Mm-hmm. And so forth. And this is how I learned how to eat tacos. Uh-huh, but uh-huh. then with with bean and rice, there you go. Rice is uh, one of the one hundred percent. Yeah, Chinese. You you rice. can have uh, what you call a chow mein without rice, fried rice, or or or, or what you call it uh, uh, the goodies of uh, uh, fish and all, uh, all that type of spicy food. 
I, mm-hmm. I love it. Mm-hmm. You know, and then uh, Persian food. What is that not to like from Persian food? <laughs> Agreed. You know, uh, I love Persian yeah, food. Persian food, and then uh, uh, this girl, she was from uh, from Argentina, and then uh, and she did the best uh, meat uh, barbecue. Oh yeah, wow. that's that, that's the first time I, I eat tomahawk uh, steak. Steak, you know, Argentinian style. Yeah, that's yeah. different. Mm-hmm. Different, but it's it's delicious. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and uh, it's good. And uh, I remember when I was making uh, croquettes and all that stuff, and they say, "Oh, this is different," than, you know, I say, "Yeah, this is typical. This is more uh, for uh, 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 the croquette is more towards the Dutch taste." Can you describe that? That's uh, that, that's potato, uh, a thick, um, how, you know, it's uh, a croquette is a round or X shape, and it has a filling. Either it's a ground beef or ground chicken, mm-hmm. and then with all the spices like uh, cinnamon, uh, ginger, and uh, mm. and uh, what's the other one that uh, coriander mm-hmm. and, uh, mm-hmm. and onions. And then uh, you 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 make the filling first separately, and then you you boil the potatoes and then mash them, and then cool them off in, in the refrigerator till it's a little bit hard and then pliable. And then you make a, a like a pancake, and then you fill a it's about a, a quarter to three eighths thick, and then you you put the filling and then you fold it into an egg type of shape. Mm-hmm. And then uh, you you put it in uh, in flour, uh, and then bread uh, it, bread, it yeah. bread with egg, you know, uh, egg, uh, and then you fry it, and then uh, and then that that uh, I vividly know is because when I uh, went to high school in Holland, at eight o'clock in the morning, my mom would have that already ready, croquettes, with croquettes, uh, egg rolls, uh, risoles, uh, all the goodies. That she was uh, providing it to for a restaurant. All that was stuff. that your breakfast? That was my breakfast, Amazing. and going to school. Oh my! Yeah, and, and I'll remember that. And then every time we bring some goodies, the people that uh, were in Indonesia stations uh, before the war, a war uh, they smell it and they say, "Hey, where's this? What is it?" And then, right. and then uh, you know, I I, I remember. And my mom uh, would go to uh, parent meetings. and said, "Oh, Mr. Mulder, Mrs. Mulder, yeah, you know, and they speak the language too." And then I said, "Okay, bring some fried rice, you know, to home, and then I'll, I'll share with the teacher." Amazing! That stuff. I remember those days. Oh, I love that. Yeah, and uh, so uh, being here, you know, uh, I continue to 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 embrace the the uh, the, the, the food that I, I grew up with. Mm-hmm. And uh, I I had a little stint of uh, providing egg rolls and uh, and uh, lumper, which is lumper is a is a croquette, but from rice, sweet rice. Okay. And it has a, a, a like a curry type filling, chicken filling or or uh, beef filling, and uh, it has to you you have to um, uh, make the the sweet rice you with the coconut uh, milk, you you let it sit there overnight. Till it absorbs the uh, the coconut milk, and then you steam it like regular rice, mm-hmm. and then uh, once that uh, is there, but it's not too dry like regular uh, white rice, and then you you make your fillings on the side, and then just like the croquette, 
you you fill it, but uh, there's no breadcrumbs. I see. Okay. But, but you 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 wrap it in uh, in a plastic foil, and then oh, to uh, keep it shape. Yeah, keep it in shape, and then you just steam it when you want oh, to warm cool. it up. Steam it, and then that's that's one of those uh, those goodies that uh, I grew up with. And I did that for a while until. Uh, you know the the older folks, the older generation here in the U.S. Uh, of Indonesian descent or Dutch descent are are no longer here anymore. You know, so so that's a sad part. Mm-hmm. You know, we 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 go here. If I want to have a taste for for from the Dutch uh, food, is wait till King's Day, which is uh, our king's uh, birthday celebration. Mm-hmm. That's when we get together in the in Long Beach. And, uh, you know, they, that's where you have those little eateries that sell those things. And that's as close as we can get. Or we go to the Dutch store here in uh, Bellflower. Mm-hmm. And then that's where you can get your ingredients. Then, and also the, the Dutch uh, treats, you know, like chocolates, ah, uh-huh, you know, cookies. the bread, cookies, and so forth. So, or you make it yourself. Because it sounds it like right. you're the, you've been yeah. the hub now yeah. since because it sounds like you have to go far to get here in yeah. LA to get to the real Dutch, right. the Dutch flavors yeah. and things that you, you've, you've persisted to create it here and bring people to you mm-hmm. <laughs> just mm-hmm. like your mom did. Yes. Uh-huh. Oh, I, I, you know, uh, the Asian culture is very, uh, I, I would say it crosses over in every aspect. Uh, whether you, you, uh, you are from uh, Singapore or you are from Indonesia or from uh, Thailand, uh, they always have the ingredients, similar ingredients, uh, and then the taste. One is stronger than the other. If you want spicy food, you you, you have Thai food. You mm-hmm, know, mm-hmm. Uh, if you want a little bit milder, you you can go uh, like Indonesian food. Uh, you have the mild, or the Filipino food is is mild compared to to the rest. Singapore is is also spicy. Uh, but they have the this, this same uh, background, which is rice. You have to have rice with all these uh, dishes, mm-hmm. you know. So, but uh, I, yeah, I, I, so when I uh, continue when I'm here, uh, you know, every birthday that we have in the family was always a, a, the festivities at the house. We would get all the our friends, family f- friends here. And then we celebrate. It was always good. Christmas, the same thing. Uh, we do all the 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 the, the, the you know the fast uh, uh, goodies that uh, we have. The, the yellow rice, for instance, mm-hmm. with the krupuk, which is the uh, shrimp uh, crackers. Uh, yeah, it, it, it's always good because it's good for me when uh, when the elder the, the older generation would say, "I'm senang." Senang means. I'm fed. I'm, oh, I'm that's happy. the biggest compliment yes. uh-huh. that you can get. And then, and then on top of that, is it can I take home? Oh, that's something? even better. Yeah. Right? All right. So now that's that's that. yeah, and that's that's uh, something that I can say. Oh, yeah, it, uh, I did it right. You know, although mm-hmm. they say uh, the taste is is uh, what you call it more uh, uh, less distinct than than. When they grow up, of course, yeah, you know. But yeah. they say they always say, "Good job." It, it brings up brings back memories. Oh, yeah, and 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 I like that. Uh, uh, I like, like I said, food is 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 for me uh, uh, 
maybe the mortar of the family that keeps the family together. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. sharing sharing the food with other uh, cultures and so forth. That that's uh, that's one thing that uh, will let everything uh, uh, on the side. You don't talk about politics. You don't talk about religion. But how do you make this? Oh, this is so this good. This is delicious. Yes. I'm full. Yes. Yeah, can I bring uh-huh. it home? And, and that's what, what uh, I like to see, uh, that food. Uh, you know, I see it now on TV. There's a lot of uh, food uh, uh, programs, uh, mm-hmm. you know, whether it's a contest or just a documentary. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, you know, that, that makes me, yeah. Rather than the fighting, the the misconception about one's culture and all that mm-hmm, stuff, mm-hmm. Uh, we we feel you know the other day we wanted to go to uh, Koreatown, mm-hmm. and uh, we we came in there. Uh, the line was from corner to corner, and I said, "No, we have to get Plan B." So we ended up in Chinatown, and uh, that was. Even also with a, a, a line, you know, waiting for 45 minutes. But then I said, no, we will stay and we had a good meal. You know, what what kind of meal is again? Fried rice, <laughs> yeah. egg foo young, and, uh, and then you got the, uh, the, the noodles and you got a meat uh, dish, you know. So, uh, yeah, Leslie, uh, um, I can talk about food for for for, for all day, <laughs> as far as because you're a good cook. Uh, Thank you. And uh, you're oh, we always enjoy be, uh, being at your place. And uh, you know the last thing that you made was the uh, uh, lambs uh, roast. That was good. And I, I uh, my my I, I my regret was I didn't take anything home. <laughs> that was my bad. <laughs> we, we were so much fun we had a conversation yes. like this yes uh-huh. to, to bring us actually mm-hmm. to the, the opportunity to bring you on to right. the podcast that it was a miss on my right. part too to pack yeah. something up yeah. for you but um well that gives us an opportunity for for us to cook, for me to cook for you again yes yeah of course yeah, yeah. and that concludes part one of our conversation with ernie Mulder. i just love that conversation with him After all these years, there's so many stories that I'm yet to hear from his relationship with food. It's been a truly heartwarming experience to hear about his love for food, family, his mother's influence, and how food brought the community together. We're grateful for the time he took to share his story with us. We hope you have enjoyed this episode as much as we have and that it's inspired you to reflect on the power of food in your own life. Stay tuned for part two of our conversation with Ernie, where we will delve even further into his passion and journey. Until then, thank you for joining us on this wonderful chat and keep cooking with love.